Underground Podcast Network. You know, I listened back to, to the show because I write the recaps, no, which I don't. actually do, did last week. I've skipped a couple weeks, but I did it last week. And no, I thought through the entire show. Yeah, I do. I, I usually show. skip right to the end so I can hear Don sing. Well, <laughs> that's the best part of the show. <laughs> but listening back to the show, I realized that a lot of the time when I talk about my children, it sounds like I hate them. Uh, which is only true 90% of the time. 10% of the time, they're absolutely wonderful. And today, I had one of those moments. Do you look at this show as sort of a time capsule for your children to listen back to later on? And, oh, I hope not. And question where their lives went wrong? No, I would like no one that's related to me or knows me to listen to this show. So, uh. um, <laughs> but, but so I, I did realize that that's the case. So tonight, I'm going to share a story that's not negative about my children. That's not also sad and awful. So... I was leaving for, I have practice before I came to, to do the show tonight because we're recording on Thursday instead of Wednesday. And I'm walking out the door and my son, who's been really clinging all day today, the three-year-old runs downstairs and goes, Dad, are you, are you leaving? And I thought he was going to freak out. He's three years old. He's doing he's complete three. sentences. He does do complete sentences. He says, Dad, are you leaving? Father, are you leaving today? <laughs> and he has his uh, berries and cream outfit on. And, uh, <laughs> and I, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go to a friend's house. And he sees him holding my guitar and he's like, oh, are you going to go practice? I said, yeah, I'm going to go practice. And then he looks at me for a second and he goes, if you play the song right, do you get a special surprise? Because every time he does anything right, he gets a special surprise. And I said, yeah, yeah, sure. Sometimes I get a special surprise. And then he stops for a minute and he walks downstairs and he's, he's like at the step above where I am. And he just stares at me. Like, so I look in his face and I get down. And I'm like, what's up, bud? And he goes, look out for giant crabs, dad. <laughs> And then he ran back upstairs. That's all he wanted to tell me. He was very concerned that I'd run into any giant crabs. Well, what the hell are giant crabs? I have no idea. We didn't watch a show about giant crabs or anything. That's why my kid is awesome. That sounds He's like, worried about giant crabs. See, that sounds like a life lesson that you've taught him in the past. <laughs> wipe when you, after you go to the bathroom, wipe and wash your hands and always look out for giant crabs. We want winners here. You smell like a winner. From days of long ago. From uncharted regions of the universe. Well, we better get on with it. Broadcasting live, it's radio for winners. Here are your hosts, Tony, Jeremy, and Don. Another episode of Radio for Winners, Jeremy, Tony, Cherokee, Don. Oh, Jim, and we're having Skype issues again, I can already tell. But that's the way we start out each and every episode, because in this country, we're Americans, damn it. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense, but it's true I we know. have Skype issues yet again. Why, was I cutting out a bunch earlier? Uh, just when like, you were throwing it to me, I, I cut out a little bit, but I think we're back on. I think I can hear you guys all right. And <laughs> I, <laughs> no, no, it's Aaron Neville. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, gentlemen, what's going on? A whole nother week, a whole nother episode. Oh, man. It's a late night. It's Thursday night. It's late. I'm sure we're not going to do a very clean episode, but we never have. Um, but, Don, why are we recording on Thursday night instead of Wednesday? Uh, well, I had, um, I, I thought that I was finished, um, I thought that I was finished school. I, uh, I thought that I was done for the semester. And um, the, the, the professor, the past like week and a half, apparently unbeknownst to me, was deployed uh, down to Baltimore City um, with the National Guard. So um, this guy has been loading, like, modules into the the class, like, as he's been going along, whereas every other class that I've had, every module's just been loaded in, but it's been locked until a certain date, like, so you can't get ahead. So I had completed every module up to this point, 
along with a paper that I had to write. Everything was what done. What class is this that he's being deployed to Baltimore City? I don't know what. I, I mean, I don't. I mean, he's. You don't know what class it is? This is well, a bad I, class. <laughs> this is why you're not doing good at school, Don. It's a sociology class. Okay, there you go. But I mean, I, I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know. It's math or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that has to. I don't know what that has to do with him being deployed down in Baltimore. I I, I don't know. But anyway, I, so I um. I I, uh, I I I had this last paper to write, and I, it was due yesterday. So I finished the paper yesterday, and I was ready to celebrate that the semester's over. It's you know last class because I had a class on Monday that was done. Everything was done on this one class on Monday, and then this morning he sends an email saying, "Hey folks, so happy to be back with you. Um, I've loaded in modules 13, 14, and 15 along with uh, your final will be due um, within the next week and a half. So he's now loaded another, like, essentially two weeks worth of work into essentially what is the last week of the semester. So I had to move some stuff around, and I'm not very happy about the changes. So, yes. Sorry well, moving that. the podcast is the least inconveniencing thing you can do. So. Well, then today, um, I, I also had uh, I had baseball tonight for my son, and um, um, the, uh, the I, so I, I'm assistant coaching, and the the, the coach shout out to Coach Nick, um, who now realizes that I do a podcast. Mm. Thanks, uh-huh. thanks to my wife who provided him with all the information to look up the. Um, uh, look up our podcast. So we probably have one new listener for one week. For and then one we, week, and then you have a new permanent enemy. <laughs> yeah. I am now not coaching that team anymore. My son is not on it. <laughs> we are no longer allowed to play baseball in the county. But he did have a good idea tonight. So after the baseball game, after all the parents left the field, we just sat in the elementary school parking lot and drank. That is, that is solid. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that's the right coach for you to be. Yeah. So I, I thought that was uh, I thought that was pretty fun until he um, made out with you. Well, that would if be you, awkward it, once you. If you've ever seen him, he's a he's a pretty big guy. But he offered um, to bring some um, some beer that was um, grapefruit flavored. The shandy, the grapefruit UFO grapefruit. Uh, I, I mean, something other. Why do you know what it is? The UFO grapefruit. I tried it last summer. It's actually quite good. Okay. It is. <laughs> Uh, my, my my brother-in-law got it and was like, trust me, you're going to like this. And I said, you're crazy. I don't like this kind of beer. And I had a sip and I said, this is delightful. So, it was like a Sprite kind of. It had a grapefruit aftertaste, but I got real drunk on it. So, Don, you were upset, though, because you're like, this isn't I don't want somebody drinking this kind of beer. And you're like, have you ever my- tried a Miller Lite? Yeah, so oh, no, that's the watermelon beer. The hell are water? Oh, those are other beers on top. Of right. It, but- so he, he also brought watermelon beer. Mm-hmm. That's all right. Okay, well, we didn't have any of that, but then he brought that, which is the... Yeah, I've not had that kind. That is a, the chauffeur, hofer, I think. I don't know how to pronounce it, but... Uh, yeah. B- <laughs> Miller Lite. No, chauffeur, hofer. That's what it looks like, chauffeur, hofer. Well, that's what he was... Te- we were texting back and forth um, prior to the game tonight. He's like, I can also bring you Miller Lite if you're too much of a pansy to drink the, the, the grapefruit beer, which I, um, I I did have the grapefruit beer. And I, did you like it? I did. Yeah, they're good. The one I had was excellent. I did not think I'd like it, but it was very good. I did, I did, but apparently he, he uh, his family very big on the uh, the Disney, um, so um, apparently they they sell this um, in Epcot. 
Now, have you ever have you ever been in Disney World? Yeah, but I wasn't old enough to drink. I was, oh. I think seven. So you never taken the fa- you never taken the family. We're gonna go this November. My dad has said once uh, once his oldest grandchild is five, he's taking everybody to Disney World, and he's followed through on that threat. And we're going uh, right after Thanksgiving. He's just taking the oldest grandchild. He's taking you all to Florida, and uh, he'll leave you at the gate. Yeah, that's yeah. We don't get to go in the park, but we can. Uh, we can help them make dinner. No, we're all going. It's going to be fine, except that I'm not really sure what you do with a, uh, a one-year-old, although he'll be two. He'll be turning two. His birthday will be at Disney, but he'll be too young to remember. Okay. Well, I mean, we got off the subject of the beer, but you know what you do with a, a one-year-old at Disney? You avoid. You have to avoid the characters. See, I don't know. He hasn't been afraid. Like, when he does the Easter Bunny this year, he didn't get freaked out. I thought he would, but he didn't. He thought All it was right. cool. Because we spent, I mean, we had to do that because so, we had uh, two older ones that wanted to see the characters and a younger one that wanted no absolutely interest. nothing to do with it whatsoever. We'll see how it goes. I'm sure both my kids will cry. Yeah, so we um, we, we, uh, we we sat outside uh, my children's elementary school, and we, we had some beer tonight after, um, after the baseball game. I felt working little, on that dad bod because <laughs> I felt I felt I felt a little rebelish, you know, drinking rebelish. Yeah. Drinking in an elementary school parking lot, I guess. I, I mean, I, I don't know. But we had we did have dad bonding um, last last weekend, which you did um, come and partake in. Um, yeah, yeah, it was good here in the Beat Lab. So we had uh, we had poker night. I will say that's the first time in the history of the show we've had 115 episodes. I guess first time we said what something would happen that we actually followed through on. <laughs> I think because you invited other people, we had a poker game at your house and did watch the fight. I had everything planned. We were good to go as of like when we recorded the show last week. So we were we were good to go. We were set. Everything was good. I knew who was coming. Um, and I think pretty much everybody came, but we had some like last minute extras that were going to come, but they never showed. Now, um, how many members of uh, law enforcement were there? Don? I know you're a friend of the police. Uh, we had not a single member of wow. the law enforcement community here. Hmm. Um, no, we'll, we'll talk about some of the law enforcement stories in a, in a few minutes, but, um, but we had 12 people here, but you texted me an hour and a half to two hours prior to the, 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 the said start time asking me if poker was still on. Yes. You didn't even text me the day before. You texted me two hours before the game was supposed to start to see if it was still on. Yes. Why? Because, like I said, this is the first time in 115 shows we've actually accomplished anything uh, that we actually said we were going to do. So I figured I'd, I'd call, and then you'd say, oh, yeah, you know, actually, a bunch of people are canceling. We're down to three people. I, I'm just going to go ahead and call it a day and i was fine with that i was actually ready to go to bed but i'm glad i came it was a lot of fun you had 10 people here was it 10 it was 10 people it was 10 okay so we had 10 people here so we watched we had the fight Mm -hmm. uh we had two we had two tables going yes it sort of started off a little slow with the drinking but then the drinking rapidly increased and then by i think round two of the fight moonshine broke out yes and uh, there was only one person here that was not drinking well, it was me, but I told everybody ahead of time I wasn't drinking because I'm still on this stupid-ass So diet. how crappy of a time did you really have? No, I had a great time, and I'll tell you why. I have a gambling problem, so this is <laughs> even better. And for the first time in the history of me playing cards in groups of people like this, like, I mean, I can play a card game like a Atlantic City, or if someone's like, dude, we're having just a poker game, I can just play poker. But if it's like I hang out and play poker and drink, I normally get shit-faced, lose all my money 10 minutes in, and then I just end up either buying in again or just drinking a lot and hanging out in the corner. I didn't. I played very well for myself. I'm I, very excited. I do, I do. I would say that I think that 
I don't know how to organize a poker game, so I don't know how many chips to sort of issue, and I, I do appreciate your help with that, but you were looking at me very annoyed that you had to help set that, that, that aspect Well, first, of it up. I got here, and you had me come out here and help you with something when everyone else was in your, your house. I, asked you if you, I was asked you if you would help me move the TV, and you said... We didn't need to move the TV. You said, no, the TV's fine where it is. Now, I didn't believe... <laughs> That you felt that the TV was fine where it was. I just assumed that you didn't want to have anything to do with actually moving the TV. That's true. You have an old rear projection television in here. That is it's a, massive. That is a 40-inch um, Toshiba DLP. <laughs> it's like 150 pounds. I'm not moving that thing. Okay. So, and it's on a bench, a big wooden bench. It's got a good picture on it, though. No, it looks fine. There's nothing wrong with the TV, but do I want to move it six inches for the purpose of the fight? No, it was fine where it was. Yeah, so, so I, I, I didn't know. There was a lot of, um, a lot of the dads from my, my daughter's second grade, grade class were, were here. So, um, and then I had uh, my cousin was here. He's, uh, he's of the younger generation. So um, we, we watched the fight, which um, I guess we could talk a little bit about that. Um, Tony, did you watch any of the fight at all? I did not see any of the fight. Tony, would you go play poker? Like, if you lived here and we had, like, a poker game, would you play? No. If you lived in the Beat Lab and we had a poker game, <laughs> would you play? I would go upstairs into the smaller Beat Lab and jack off. <laughs> Which, by the way, if you were to go upstairs to the... To the... <laughs> there is semen everywhere. <laughs> Just dried patches of semen. There's a random, I don't know, I guess I did it, but there's a random piece of carpeting up there. It literally looks like that's like your sex pad. That's like, it. That, uh, like it's <laughs> like you just go up there and you lay down and that's. Just let it fly, but keep it on this goddamn it's square a plywood, It's a plywood floor, but then there's just like one little like, I don't know, four foot by four foot section of carpet that's up there. That's <laughs> That looks a little dirty. Yeah. A little sticky. <laughs> So we the the fight was I, you know I don't know anything about boxing I mean I I thought I was entertained but I thought it was it was long, like after about eight rounds I was kind of done with it yeah well, would you pay a hundred dollars though for that fight well we each paid ten but That's but would I have paid a hundred dollars no no way yeah i wouldn't have paid if i mean if I was by myself I wouldn't have paid a hundred dollars to see that i mean that, but that's why it made sense to have you know, I, I I just had the poker. I mean, I had the. Uh, I really wanted to play poker. I just had the fight on because it was you know just a fight night, and I figured everybody putting in ten bucks didn't really. Didn't yeah, really it was fun. But you know, I don't know. I don't know much about boxing. Um, I sort of think Mike Tyson ruined boxing for my generation because we used to go. I think, you know, in my early twenties, we used to go watch Tyson box like on TV and um, in like bars in Baltimore. But you really, they, they didn't last that long. So, you know, did a really good job. I thought he had Mayweather kind of up against the ropes a couple of times. I just don't know why he didn't continue to hit him. But now all the controversy that's coming out, you know, since then about his shoulder not, not being right. and It's all a setup for a, a rematch. And I, heard, I heard something today about how um, they, they scored it. They had the scoring wrong. Like, they had the scoring cards reversed. It was, I, I don't know, it's just a bunch of weird stuff. But, um, so, yes, it was him, um, my friend Pete. And you and I were the last four playing, and then you got taken out. So it was yes. down to three people. You you decided to leave at that point, and most everybody else. It was else... three in the morning. <laughs> well, that I didn't. That's what I was going to say. <clears throat> I, I didn't. I didn't know. So it, it got down to three of us, and we. Somebody said, "You guys just want to split the pot and get out of here." And I was like, "No, let's keep playing." And they were like, uh, "You know, it's three thirty in the morning." <laughs> and I had no idea that it was three thirty. So there were ten people that each paid twenty bucks to play. So there was a two hundred dollar pot in their total. The rule we made was that uh, third place got their money back, 
Second place got 40 bucks, and then the rest of what last 140 went to the winner. Right. I, I was fully prepared to continue to play, but I live here. Right. You know, so I didn't have anywhere to go. And you never get to hang out with people, so you were loving this. I, I did. I did. Now, my, my, my friend Pete, he actually left and went to another poker game. At 3.30 in the morning. At 3.30 in the morning. At 3.30 in the morning. What possible poker game could you be going to at 3.30 in the morning it doesn't involve cocaine and strippers? <laughs> now, he has... You're going to play an old Russian guy to save your friend. Now, he's, he's, he, has, he has told me about some of these poker games where they, they, they do get pretty intense where he sat down and there was, there was no limit. And um, just for the flop, it cost him. Uh, he lost sixty bucks just on the flop. Yeah, that's a game you walk away from. Yeah, no, no. I mean, we played for I don't know. Uh, we, we bought them for twenty dollars, and then our chips were worth not real values. Yeah, well, that's isn't that how you play? Yeah, yeah. It was fine because yeah. it, it was just a buy-in of twenty bucks. So. Yeah, so I mean, I, thought, yeah, I don't know what a flop is. That's how much. I, that's how little I know about poker. We just it was all Texas Hold'em because it's the best way to to do a large group game. It was fun. Um, I definitely would, would like to do it again if we wait three more years. <laughs> well, see, that's what I was wondering. If so, so Tony's coming into town soon, should we set up like another poker game? Well, Tony won't be won't, won't play it. We can still set up a poker <laughs> game. That'll, that's his signal to leave. He wants to leave anyway as soon as he gets here. This will be his sign. All right, I recorded an episode. See you guys later. We're going to play poker. We could play poker. In person, which, again, I think is going to be awkward. <laughs> we won't know what to do. Just staring at him awkwardly? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's going to be awkward. But we're well, looking forward to studio? Having- yeah, yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah, it's going to be very weird. Yeah. I mean, I'm in shape now. Don's at his, uh, <laughs> probably his heaviest. And uh, Jeremy just keeps growing whatever that thing is he's growing on his face. That's rude. It's growing in fuller and fuller, but you don't have the connection. It doesn't connect. That's why it sucks. But if I shave it off, I look Amish. So I don't know what to do. <laughs> don't know what to do. I'll eventually shave it when I have something important at work. But that won't happen. Hey, I, got a, I got a serious question. Okay. And this is a serious question. This is a, a conversation I want to have. Uh, without any jokes. With the Lord. Um, I've been seeing a lot of these commercials on TV recently. Uh, I guess it's that time of year again. And I, what I want to know is, uh, do people train for the Special Olympics? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I imagine they do train for the Special Olympics because you still have to compete. Uh, but like, are, you training at like, <laughs> are you training at like a competitive level? Like, are you trying... Because I'm assuming you want to win, but uh, you know, not uh, does everyone get a medal? You know how that works. I just know that it's it's uh, a lot bigger than it used to be when it first started out, and and there has to be a coach out there. And it's like a, he wants his retarded team to win. You know, he has to have his retarded team win. Jeez. There goes and, our sponsors. Uh, <laughs> what's that? There goes our sponsors. Wow. <laughs> wow. But you would think, you know, that there's some guy out there uh, with a bulldog face who's out there to win. Jesus. Where you know, are you seeing are you Special doing? Olympics commercials, by the way? They play by them the at a softball boxing, practice. <laughs> boxing's not uh, is not an Olympic sport. It's well, it's not in the Special Olympics. Olympics, I'm sure. That would be tragic. <laughs> but is your, is, your, is your softball team a part of the Special Olympics? Oh, they should be. I am now uh, 0 for 5 on the season. <laughs> <laughs> but I do have two RBIs. Hey, all right. Now, you know what an RBI is, right? We discussed that last week, right? Uh, run batted it's a in ward on yet. your testicles. Yes, yeah, so you got you. I mean, you actually drove a run in. Well, like a yeah, sa- same like deal. A you know, I uh, I grounded out uh, to third, and they threw me out, but the guy on third scored. So 
Um, wow, again, so their, I'm, their option was not to throw the ball home to get the guy to get the run out at the plate because they know that they can't get that guy. We'll go with the easy out at first. That's what they call me, Tony Easy Out Crazy Out. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. I also have a question, but it's not about the Special Olympics. I do apologize that this is not not about the Special Olympics. Okay. So listening to the show and listening to each of us, uh-huh. like Tony has, if anyone has like an accent, really, Tony has a few of the like Maryland accents in some words. Like say, uh, what's that thing that uh, picks you up and takes you to the hospital? Ambulance. I don't want to say that. <laughs> say it, Tony. Ambulance. Yeah, okay. What, is, so what, the, hell ambulance. Is, what the hell is that? <laughs> and, and you say some other things like that, too, but ambulance is the one I remember because I called you yeah. out on it. And, and yeah. Don yeah. doesn't really seem to have any kind of, of accent, really. And I don't think I have an accent. I'm sure if you didn't live in this area, maybe we all have slight accents, but but I think I sound pretty pretty non... Um, Non denominational. What the hell's the word? <clears throat> non denominational. That's not the right word. <laughs> that's what you just. I know. That's why I said that's not uh, non secular. Nondescript. Okay, yeah, I have a nondescript accent. I'd say. Well, my son, my no. wife has a nondescript accent as well. My three year old. I, I disagree. I think your wife's got a little bit more of a Baltimore accent. It's not this bad. Listen, this is a recording of my son singing a song he learned at school, and it sounds. Uh, he's got a very strong Baltimore accent on on a certain. Letter. Oh, McDonald had it. <laughs> That's pretty close. I'm going to be E-I-E-I-O. honest. It's pretty close. Listen to this. <laughs> open, shut them. Open, shut them. Give a little clap, clap, clap. Open, shut Where did he get that? You know where he got a- the O? Open. His, I was like, where did he get that O? I know his, where. Hold on. His teacher. Hold on. I was going to say, can we, can we take a guess? I think you like to watch the Channel 13 Morning Show with Marty Bass. That's it. I just love that in O's broadcast. O's broadcast. Uh, no, well, because the, the teacher I had met at his school that's, that's in his classroom is Hispanic. And I was like, there's no way he learned that at school. But that's because I hadn't met the other teacher who's straight up like, <laughs> welcome to my class, home. <laughs> wow. <laughs> she has a thick O. You can't even do a Baltimore no, accent. No, I can't do an accent. That was horrible. I know. That's that why I don't do impersonations bad. or anything. Welcome to my class, home. See? That's good. That's horrible. Sorry. I should have let Tony do it. He's very good at it. Come on in my class. There you go. And it's very, it's pretty much like that. So yeah, all these songs he's learned from school have real thick Baltimore O's. <laughs> and they're all like that. Where I was, And I tried to fix it. I was like, you mean open? And he's like, yeah, open. <laughs> now, does, he, does he say anything in Spanish? No, he says nothing in Spanish. Uh. That teacher's always the one that puts him in the timeout, so he's not a fan. <laughs> not Silencio, a fan. por favor. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I know we already talked about the fight, but we do have some other sports-related news we can talk about in a regular segment we like to call Radio for Winners Sports Segment. Oh, We've never man, called it that. <laughs> but I like to use I that. I was going to say, you, you keep going in a regular segment. Is this, is this a new regular segment? We've done it. It's regular. We've done it more than once. Locally, hey, on is, a scale of one to ten, how bad is our uh, sports expertise? Is it like a two? See, I, it depends on what you're talking about. If we were on a sports station, yes, we would be at a two out of ten, hands down. We had this discussion last weekend 
Um, you know, like Mel, does anybody go back and actually look at Mel Kuyper's draft predictions to see if any of them come true? Or is it just that he talks the loudest, the most, so everybody just goes with him as being an expert? Like what? He has a 93% success rate if you look at his uh, draft picks. Are and I'm s- totally making that number up. <laughs> sounded good. It sounded real good. But see, you just made that up. You sounded like an expert right there. Yeah, That's true. We both uh-huh. were like, oh, wow, I didn't know that. Okay. I think That's there's... what we need to do. We need to act like we're experts. Instead of just being like, uh, like we are. <laughs> Instead of being us. <laughs> Three Where it retards. comes across like, I don't know. He used to, he hit him a couple of rounds. He, looks pretty, he looked pretty good in uh, round four. But, uh, you know, I thought Mayweather had a chance uh, in round five. But Pacquiao uh, kind of, who won that? Who won that fight? <laughs> and Pacquiao comes away with the win. What? I, I, don't, I, I think don't, you were watching a different fight. I think you're, uh, you're wrong, sir. You're very wrong. So anyway, what what is our sports segment? We have, we have, <laughs> thanks. Uh, you know, locally, it's been a, a very exciting time right now. The uh, the Wizards are tied one and one with the Hawks. Yeah, unfortunately, John Waldo injured. Yeah, now, it looks he, like he, uh, he's he got be five for... fractures in his hand. He's oh, out. He he's might out. Be gone for the rest of the playoffs. That's not good. Uh, Caps are up three one on the Rangers, which means that our Part-time listener, Aaron Conroy, very upset right now. Uh, more, uh, very unrational in her, uh, how upset she is. Uh, in fact, you could almost call it a severe mental illness. <laughs> yes, you could. She doesn't actually listen, so she'll pick this up six months from now when she finally gets back to this episode. But very exciting. I do like watching her angry uh, text messages that uh, people that, uh, that don't like her send her, and she posts them on Facebook. That's, <laughs> that's, those are fun. But the biggest news locally... Ed Reed has retired as a Raven for one day. And I think that's excellent, Don. Do you like that as America's head coach, or do you think that's a cop-out, lame way to retire? I I think that that's the right thing to do. This conversation sort of came up the other day, and and look, I, 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 I wanted Ed Reed to stay with the Ravens his entire career, but he had to go get his money. The Ravens weren't going to continue to pay him the money. I'm going to Wichita! <laughs> See, this is why we can't come across as experts. True. <laughs> you ever listen to radio shows, too, that also play never. songs? That's, never listen to one. They play songs like straight in the background, like all the time. Yeah, yeah, it's annoying. I don't like it. I think we should try that once. But only songs you pick. <laughs> yeah. So just the Chips theme. <laughs> Miami Vice. So, Don, I was too focused on the uh, lyrics of that song. What were you saying about Ed Reed? Completely wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Most people weren't. I think Ed Reed going to get his money in Houston and, and the Jets, I think that was what he needed to do. But uh, I, I'm glad that the Ravens were able to bring him back. And they'll put him in the Ring of Honor next year. I'm and sure. uh, he'll be... Uh, He'll be recognized, and the fans love him. He's a good guy. You know, so, we, Jeremy, yeah. you're upset about this. You don't no, like I'm not the upset. Fact I was that asking. I think it's great, but I, I'm not sure if other people who are bigger sports fans think that's just like, okay, whatever. It's well, one you know, day. It's, just get off. You know, it's, blah, blah, blah. I think that they were talking on the radio the other day. They were talking about how, you know, when I think, what did Joe Namath left the Jets to go play in like San Francisco for like a year or two? And, you know, you got, um, you know, Johnny Unitas went and played for the Chargers for like a year or two. You know, end of the career, people still want to hold on to that dream and they want to kind of go get paid. And teams that, you know, need that help or that support to think that those players can go and provide them that support and are going to pay them that kind of money by all means. Like, you know, you look 
a Tory Smith going out to San Francisco and then paying him that whopping, I don't know, whatever it was, 20 or $25 million, the Ravens weren't going to pay that for, you know, for the, the production that he puts up. He's a great player, but, you know, I, the, the Ravens make great decisions when it comes to those types of things, and I'm just glad that they're able to bring him back, and I think they'll end up doing the same thing for uh, Tory Smith. I find it annoying, and I'll tell you why. Uh, because uh, you get these guys, they, and I don't have a problem with them going out and getting money at uh, other teams. They want to keep playing, blah, 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 blah. But to come back and retire after one day, it's just, it's just who, who needs that? You don't need it. Just retire uh, as, a, as a Houston uh, Texan. Uh, like, for example, I don't like when uh, you, like, you get these like, signings, every, all these good news stories or like uh, goodwill, like all of a sudden, like a kid who like has cancer gets signed by the Buffalo Bills. For, like, <laughs> you know, if you're going to sign them, you better put them on the field. That's what I say. Uh, I'm just annoyed <laughs> by it all. Cancer victim dies today on the field after being sacked by Terrell Suggs. <laughs> but you got to play I don't like any kind of like my I don't like my sports to be good feel, uh, have any kind of good feel or goodwill to it. I just want uh, That's why you're a skins fan. <laughs> I just want to watch the damn sports. That's all I care about. This is the other reason why people can't take us as experts because we can't pronounce words right. No. <laughs> yeah. No one knew anything they just happened. All they were doing was like, listen to what he's saying. It's I incredible. hate them good feeling feels. Those good feels. And when you when you have good feels, where that's just that's just why sports when sports just goes up a cliff. Up a cliff. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, you know, it's been a long night. I've already had one beer, which has already affected me. <laughs> Uh, and that's just a cop out because I can't ever speak. It apparently, sounds like Max Hedrum sometimes via our Skype connection. I was going to oh, say, I man, uh, I don't think Tory Smith is going to get what you know the one day he brought back in. He's only been a Raven for what three years, and he's, he's seventeen. Play for a while. He's seventeen years old. I think that's a little young, but yes. Hey, also just to recap, I think the Ravens had a great draft. An amazing draft. Oh, they had a great. I mean, one of the best drafts I think in the last seven years. Uh, you look at uh, round one, round two, round three, all solid picks. You'll see those guys on the field next year. And I'll tell you, that is the basis. That is the absolute basis for a winning franchise. They're setting up success, and you'll see that success two to three to four years from now. We could be talking Ravens championship dynasty all the way. Wow. Look, we are a much better show when we, when we talk like we mean it. When we pronounce words correctly. When we pronounce words correctly and talk with conviction. Uh, people take us seriously. Sounds like a message I convey to my children every day. <laughs> Fake it until someday people believe you're an expert. Good call. And that's why we also continue with a regular segment, despite that we're all idiots. Radio for winners and the news. That's right. Radio for winners and the news. Every week we take a bunch of news stories. We take bits out that we find interesting. We put them in other stories that don't make any sense whatsoever. We put them back together, group them in a thing, sing a song, and give them to you. I think we should do more news segments, but then we should sell them or market them to other radio shows as we're their news team. We'll be the thing that comes in like on 1090 where they have the news break, but it'll yes. be Radio for Winners in the News. Yes. Doing amazing stories like this one. Guys, McDonald's still not doing very well. This is only a, a news story because I haven't had McDonald's in two weeks and I really, really want it. Stock prices are continuing to fall as Jeremy decides to continue to I'm eat healthy. I'm killing the company by not eating at McDonald's, but they've, you know, they're... Uh, their redesign of the menu is not helping. Their sales are still down. The idea of all-day breakfast, apparently, is not working as well as I had hoped because that sounds like the best thing ever. Uh, so they've decided they're going to try some uh, rebranding 
and add some items on the menu. They're trying kale in some of the restaurants. They're changing their name. They are now known as Whole Foods. That, that is not true. But there is a new Hamburglar. Have you seen the new Hamburglar? No! Now, you know what the old Hamburglar looked like? Whatever happened to Mayor McCheese? Have we talked about him before? I believe he could only stay for three terms. Three terms. Three terms as Mayor McCheese. He would have solved those riot problems down in Baltimore. With? Cheese. Wow. Thought you were going somewhere with that, but it turns out you <laughs> So the new Hamburglar, have you, you haven't seen the new Hamburglar, but remember the old Hamburglar looked like, uh, like a Mad Magazine style, like drawing of a kid, but he had like a, you know, a bandit mask and he right. uh, black and white prison uniform. Didn't he go and robble, cape. robble? Uh, and this one today looks like Johnny Weir, which is weird. It's very well, today, funny. he just looks a lot more rapey, but like a guy dressed in a bad Halloween costume of the Hamburglar. I'll have to put a picture up on our website. I'll probably use it for the image for the show. But if you haven't seen it, then I just imagine a, a grown man dressed in the old Hamburglar outfit uh, sneaking into your child's room. That's pretty much what the Hamburglar looks like. It's not good. I don't know if it's going to help their sales, uh, but it'll probably help more than the kale idea they're doing in California. Hey, you know what I'm upset about? Uh, about a couple weeks ago, I went on my whole spiel about how we have a German listener that listens consistently week after week. They still have not contacted me. Uh, or contacted the show to let, let us know why they listen. Uh, I just want to know why, who they are, how they found the show, and why they're listening to the show. RFWshow at gmail.com. Hit us up on Facebook or Twitter, at Radio for Winners. Uh, I know you're out there, German guy. Why are you listening? Guten Tag. Good. See, look at that. That's what we need, we need to reach across uh, with our, our language. <laughs> Here's the problem I have with this whole McDonald's thing. They're trying to go because they see what's happening with like five guys and these other gourmet kind of shops that are opening up and they want to appeal to the people that are going to those places. But I don't go to McDonald's because I want a five guys quality burger. I go because there's 60,000 of them. Uh, every two miles you can stop at a McDonald's and I want a dollar burger. So the problem is they, they need to go back and start doing a 39 cent cheeseburger that's how you're going to get the people that's how you're going to get america back is the 39 cent cheeseburger could you imagine what it would be like to bring back the 29 cent hamburger and the 39 burger and maybe just for kickers throw in a 39 or 49 cent like sausage mcmuffin with egg if they had 50 cent breakfast sandwiches i would be six thousand pounds a week from now (laughs) you would have to wheel me in stock price would be through the roof why don't they so reach they out to us? We're experts on um, on food, on fast food. Yes, we are. We are. We have our PhD <laughs> in fast food <laughs> from from Mayor McCheese fast University. Fast food science. Yes. Okay. But yeah, they they're trying to be like Five Guys or Smash Burger, one of those. But yeah, you're right. And the other thing with those places, they only do one thing. Five Guys only sells burgers. I mean, they think they sell a hot dog, but other than that, they just sell burgers. They don't. They don't have a fish sandwich. They don't have a chicken sandwich. They just have. Burgers. Don't be. They're they're what they are right now is they're afraid to do what they do well, and that is fast food. And I think that they see that there's a shift or a cultural shift into the healthy market. That's fine. Add some healthy choices, but continue to market what you do well, which is fast food. And give me breakfast all goddamn day. Breakfast all day would be good. In fact, if you could do breakfast sandwiches all day with your fries. I would never eat anywhere else. You know, they keep saying that Taco Bell has just crushed their breakfast. Um, you know, I don't know anyone business. who's eaten the Taco Bell breakfast that liked it. Everybody that I know ate it said it's not good. Yeah, and but, they shat everywhere. but what they're but what they're saying is, uh, wait a minute, shat and blood. <laughs> you're not doing that when you're eating McDonald's breakfast. No, no. Mm-mm. 
Did you ever have that steak bagel that they used to have? No, nah, I was not a fan. Of, uh, <laughs> that, was, that was... I'm not going to get steak at McDonald's. Uh, like if they had shrimp, I wouldn't eat shrimp at McDonald's. I know what I want. I want Would a gross you eat the, burger. Have you had the fish at McDonald's? Uh, I don't really like uh, fish sandwiches. I don't either. But I used to eat it. I thought it was okay, uh, but it has to be done right. So I would say it's about a 40% chance it's done right. What do you do? You send it back? No, you eat it, and then you sadly uh, think about it afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> That's just like we do after we record this show. Good call. It was the same thing. <laughs> well, I, I guess McDonald's is trying to be more healthy. Yeah. Just sit there important. muttering, muttering, saying words wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so stupid. I'm so stupid. I'm so stupid. I'm so stupid. All right. Well, let's go to another news story and stop talking about that because I just got real sad. But that last one was about health. And this one's also about health. A lot of schools in the country teach sex education. Some schools teach the right thing to do is wear condoms or not have sex at all, which is called abstinence. Well, one school in Texas that only teaches abstinence has a major chlamydia outbreak. Whoa. 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 What part of Baltimore was this? <laughs> it's not Baltimore at all. You'd think so, right? But it's not. I was going to say, who from Baltimore has recently moved to Texas? It's Crane High School in Texas. <laughs> not on Crane Highway. Nope. Not yet. Crane Highway. <laughs> Nope, just <laughs> Crane High School in Texas. Uh, they already have 20 confirmed cases oh, of the chlamydia, chlamydia in the high school, uh, and that has the community wondering how this abstinence program is helping them <laughs> learn uh, how to protect themselves from sexual diseases. Can't even say diseases nope. properly, can you? did not. I was going to burp, and I held it in, and that was a mistake. <laughs> You're sober. Oh, on a crazy act. <laughs> I'm sober. It's just late. It's a Thursday night. Okay. All right. Well, tripping I, over my own tongue. Oh. It's that chlamydia that did it. Hey. So now is this town like? Is are they taking the crown as the chlamydia capital of the world over Baltimore? I mean, we've got a lot of crowns recently. I don't think that the high schools are our highest point of it, but it probably uh, isn't too shabby. We're pretty good at it, I'm sure. At chlamydia. At chlamydia. We're excellent at chlamydia. B plus, though, this school is the A. See, sometimes I think if you were to swim in the Chesapeake Bay, you would just automatically get chlamydia. No. No, I swam in the bay when I was sailing. Never got chlamydia. Hmm. It does would you ever pee, swim in the Baltimore Harbor? No. No, <laughs> <laughs> no way. There's always a story every year where someone falls in, like drunk, and walks in there or at uh, in Fells Point. And I was like, if that happened, I would just tell that friend goodbye. <laughs> You're gone. <laughs> just stay there. Eventually, you'll melt. Now, speaking of Fells Point, I, 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 have, I have a story. Okay. About Fells Point? Well, kind of. Oh, boy. I can't wait to see how this connects. Can I do it? Yeah, yeah. You can. Oh, yeah. There's a news story. Yeah. It's I thought you had a story about going to Fells Point. You're going to share about chlamydia. I could not wait to hear how this is going to go. Well... Okay, can I do it? Yeah. Okay, all right. Hey, what did you do for Cinco de Mayo? Are you a police officer and you're off duty and you decide to go to an Irish pub and realize it's Cinco de Mayo and get angry and decide to bite somebody in the testicle? Wow. No, I did not do that on Cinco de Mayo. I'm not drinking right now. So I, was, I had a very boring Cinco de Mayo. So an off-duty Anne Arundel County police officer decides to go to Looney's um, down, uh, down in Baltimore. And, Local reference. Yes, and uh, decides that um, that uh, he didn't like something that somebody did, and uh, they got into a little bit of an altercation. And he bit the guy in the testicles. Now, they had to have already been in the altercation. You can't just walk up to somebody, then dive down on your knees and bite their testicles. Like That's not the first way to start your attack. 
Yeah, so so a woman left the bar to flag down actual uniformed police officers from Baltimore City who then had to track this guy down at another bar. So he bit somebody's nuts and then went to another bar. We got rinse that taste same, out of right? <laughs> What are you going to hang out and have a couple more beers? <laughs> I, I just, I don't know if I've ever been so drunk in my life that I've said, you know, biting somebody in the balls is is something that I think would be a good idea now, but then not have any regret about it after the fact. Well, I've, I've had this experience happen three times. Okay. And the <laughs> first time I felt bad about it, uh, the other two, I was like, what the hell? I'll take another yingling. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy has now been charged. Um, another black guy for local law enforcement. This time, unfortunately, not out of Baltimore. Did you say black eye or black guy? I said black eye, E-Y-E. He is a white police officer, just for for your own um, for your own uh, understanding, Tony. Uh, but uh, yes, yeah, so he's now been suspended with pay. Now, how do you think the outcome of that? Have you know? What do you think the outcome there is going to be? Uh, I mean, I'm sure that there's evidence. Uh, probably a whole sackful. Hey, and, uh, I'm sure he's going to end up probably being suspended without pay, but I don't think they'll take your pay away until you're actually convicted, right? Charging documents say that uh, the police officer was found on the second floor of the bar with blood stains on his shirt and appeared inebriated. (laughs) Um, He had bloodshot eyes. Balls in your court. Bloodshot eyes, slurred words, and a strong odor of alcohol coming from this particular individual. So, you know, sometimes this sounds... Pubes all over his face. <laughs> but sometimes this description could be the description of Tony doing this show. So it makes me, <laughs> makes me question whether he was out biting balls. Just saying. Just saying. That's what his new exercise plan is. <laughs> he finds random people he doesn't know, bites their balls, and runs away. As fast hey, you know as how possible. you burn 79 calories? <clears throat> biting a sack? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you're saying that this officer got in trouble because he took a bite out of crime. Huh? Oh. <laughs> Look at that. What a strong finisher tonight. Wow. Do you have, music? Do you have music to play? I do have there? music to play. Are you, uh, you interested in singing another song today, just like every other show in 2015? <laughs> I mean, I, I, guess, I guess I can. Well, you're in luck because we've got one ready for you, and I've had it ready for you. All night long. (laughs) (laughs) Totally seamless tonight, guys. Totally seamless. Wow. That was... (laughs) That's that's, that's how you end it right there? That's how I end it. I'm going to... I thought that the song uh, takes forever to get started. See you guys. See you next week, Tony. Well, my friends, the time has come. Oh, my God. Raise the roof and have some... Throw away, away the work to be done. <laughs> I like that he sings with the accent. Let the music play on. Old Caribbean Don. Everybody, everybody sing, everybody, everybody dance. Sing. Next week, get out of my dreams, get in my Lose car. yourself in a wide romance. We're going to party, crowd, a fiesta forever. Come on and sing along. Party. Lionel Richie doesn't have an accent. Why is he singing with an accent? He spent some time in the Caribbean here. Sing along, ready? All night long. Hey. All night long. Yeah, yeah. All 
Bills. <laughs> Hopefully that song didn't put George to sleep. See All right. See you next week. You know people are listening to this in their car and they're singing along. Because they like to sing this, this like, this African part coming up here in a second. African part? Well, it's, yeah, it's, it's like, yeah. You'll hear it in a second. I got this African part. <laughs> Where's Paul Simon when you need him? Two, one, go. You can follow. You can. <laughs> Contact Radio for Winners on Twitter at Radio for Winners, Facebook.com. Search for Radio for Winners. Or if you want to send us an email, hit us up on the Gmail, rfwshow at gmail.com. Well, there you have it, folks. Another happy ending from the good people, Jimmy James Incorporated. <laughs>